Life House. So good to see you guys again. It's Andrea here, I'm one of the worship leaders at Lifehouse Newport News, and so excited to be able to dig into another psalm with you. This is one of my favorite uh, go-to chapters in the Bible. I have a very close relationship with Psalm 139. It was a passage that spoke to my heart when uh, I was in a dark season and just needed to be reminded of God's love and His um, purpose for me. So a little personal history, I was 21 at a women's conference and was having one of those moments. I don't know if you've ever had them when you're like, all right, God, I'm gonna open up my Bible. And when I open up, it's gonna be that word that you were just, you know, speaking at me today. Um, and this was the passage that opened up. And wow, I needed these words on that day. And that was 21 years ago. And uh, I go back to this passage when I need a reminder of um, who God is and who I am in Him. So let's see what David has to say in Psalms 139. So verses one through four, um, David talks about how um, the Lord knows our heart, He knows our thoughts, and He knows our words. So we are intimate, or God has this intimate knowledge about us, about who we are as people. Um, verse one, you have examined my heart. Um, verse two, you know my thoughts, even when I'm far away. Verse four, you know what I'm going to say, even before I say it, Lord. So God, uh, you do not serve this um, larger than life, distant, um, being, you serve a Heavenly Father who is intimately connected with every thought, emotion, and word that you, um, that you have, that you say. So, um, He knows us. He's intimately connected with us. And then um, this next part, verse 5, you go before me and follow me. So you are there to protect me on the front side and keep me safe from the back side. So you know what's ahead of me and you protect me um, from behind as well. And then I love this visual picture in the next part of verse five. You place your hand of blessing on my head. So just imagine just that tenderness and that um, your heavenly father placing his hand on your head, his hand of blessing. And um, nobody gives blessing like God gives blessing because he knows what you need, right? He knows, because he goes before you, he knows what you're about to walk through and um, is just generous enough to provide favor and blessing for not just the here and now, but the things that um, we will need, that we um, will walk into. <clears throat> Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too great for me to understand. Verse seven through um, 12. So when I was 21, this meant one thing um, to me because I was in a place where I was uh, running away from God. And uh, this is one of the passages that brought me back. Um, now when I read verse seven through 12, 
I have a different perspective because, you know, thank God through His grace, I am drawn into um, communion and um, relationship with Him. But I do still go through highs in life, you know, great things in life and extreme lows in life where you're just going through difficulty and challenges, um, victories and defeats, um, moments of acceptance, moments of rejection. And I go through, I have a tendency to want to um, isolate, you know, myself when I, that's kind of how I cope. My way, you know, and, the Andrea way is to go inward, you know, duck my head in like a little turtle and um, try to just, you know, I just need a moment. I need a moment. <laughs> just me, myself, and I. And um, whether you're hiding, you know, so Andrea 21 was in a place where I'm just, you know, running from God, or whether you are um, isolating, you know, self-preservation, uh, then God is there. In those moments, God is there. Here's where it says, it says, I can never escape your spirit, ever. I can never get away from your presence. If I go to heaven, go up to heaven, you were there. If I go down to the grave, you were there. If I ride the wings of the morning, if I dwell by the dwell by the farthest oceans, even there your hand will guide me and your strength will support me. I could ask the darkness to hide me and the night around me to become night, but even in darkness, I cannot hide from you. So I may be able to hide from everyone else, but I cannot hide from God. To you the night shines as the day, darkness and light are the same. So whether you're in a season where you're running or whether you're in a season where you're isolating, and maybe for some of us, we're just in a season where we just feel alone, um, especially, you know, in this current situation where we're having to um, isolate ourselves somewhat, having to keep socially distant. This is just a reminder that God is there. He is there, he never leaves us. There's nowhere we can go that God won't go with us. He will go with you to the fire. He will go with you to the jury. He will go with you um, with anything that you're facing, good, bad, God is there. If ever you feel like he's not, if ever I felt like he's not, like I'm alone, it's not because of God. It's because my my focus was shifted to maybe the situation or maybe what is Andrea going to do? How am I gonna get myself out of this? Um, but all the while, God's hand is there to guide me. His strength is there to support me. I just have to access it. So. Such, so good, so good, so good. Verse 13. You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Um, your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. So right there, right? Has anyone ever felt like, you know, I'm a lot or I wish I could change this one thing about me. Right here it says, God made the delicate 
inner parts of our bodies and knit them together. So when you're knitting things, you're not just like, ah, let me just throw this thing together and maybe it'll work. No, have you ever watched anyone knit? Like they're intricately, you know, loop by loop, thread by thread, piecing very thoughtfully with a lot of time and energy and love, um, putting you together, putting that thing together. And that's how we were created. We were created to be complex with this wonderful complexity. Um, what a great reminder as a people and everything inside of us, our emotions, our personalities, our tendencies, um, that, that God intentionally fashioned um, us, put us together. So for us as people and for me also as a parent, um, this is a good reminder. So that boldness, that strong will, that power, those power, those uh, strong emotional reactions um, to things. God created our kids with that same intentionality as well. So um, it just reminds me as a parent to, and as a person, to not despise or will away or try to change those beautiful, um, complex, unique things that God purposefully designed you to have. Um, so, so good. That's so good for us as people. Um, I think also for us as parents. Verse 16, you saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. So, wow, like God sees everything. Some things I want him to see, some things I want him to scratch from the script, but he sees it all. Do not disconnect verse 16 from 17. So God sees everything, the good things, the bad things, the things you do right, the mistakes you make as well. But then verse 17, in light of that knowledge of us, how precious, that's how his thoughts are described. How precious are your thoughts about me? And there's so many that I can't even count them. They would outnumber the very grains of sand. So um, you're so loved, you're so cherished, you're so thought about um, by you know, your heavenly Father. Please don't lose that reality. Don't let you know whatever situation, I have to remind myself, don't let the situation that I may find myself in or what other people think about me or what I may think about myself even take away from the truth. So that is that, but this is true. This is the truth. This is um, the reality about who we are as people. And then I'm going to um, quickly talk about that 19 through 22 chunk because David takes a hard left. <laughs> And he goes into, oh God, if only you would destroy the wicked, get them out of my life. They're murderers. They blaspheme you, they blaspheme you, they're your enemies. Shouldn't I hate those who hate you and despise those who despise you? That used to make me uncomfortable um, in this passage, you know, because you're in this like, you know, warm and fluffy space. And then it's like, oh, should this even have this get in this chapter? <laughs> Was it a mistake? Um, but you know, we're not in this bubble, you know, we're in this space, you know, and it's like they're, they're parallel and very real realities. Like, yes, you are cherished. You are loved by God. 
also, yes, you are here on this earth with these people. Um, and it can be difficult, right? Um, and our battles are different, but we all have people that, you know, give us this rage. And in some cases, it's even righteous rage um, because they mistreat us or, you know, um, and we feel justified in that, right? So um, those are, you know, like I said, they're both very real parts of being um, a human. But I like how he ends this. He brings us back to, okay, that's reality. I'm loved and cherished. This is reality. I'm with, you know, I, I can be in difficult circumstances with difficult people. But at the end of the day, verse 23, search me, oh God. So yeah, they're doing that. But search me, test me, point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path everlasting. So God, you know my book. You know every page. You know every thought. Open it, like lay my book out in front of me. Show me who I am in your sight through testing, through searching, and point out anything that offends you. I know you're gonna take care of those people. Thank you for letting me tell you about them. Um, and if there's anything in me, God, that displeases the creation that you made, um, direct me back to you. Um, lead me along that everlasting path. And that's how he closes this chapter. What a great way to um, kind of bring us full, full circle, back into that relationship with you, with the Creator, with um, our loving Father who created us with such purpose. We're gonna, um, with that in mind, close out in prayer. We ask that you would just seal this time, Father God by giving us um, a fresh revelation of the love and the purpose that you have for us as your children, Father God, to believe the truth of your word above any lie that the enemy may have, any, um, any contradictory um, thoughts, Father God, that would go against the truth of our purpose and the intentionality in which we were created, Lord. Father, I thank you for this moment. I thank you for your people who've given of their um, time to just focus on you, Father God. I thank you that you continue to bless them and guide them and strengthen them. In Jesus' name we pray.